I'd like to join in with Parker and say it's good to see everyone here and if you're visiting with us we're very glad to have you with us or if you've tuned us in we're glad and hopefully tonight with what I'm going to say we can all learn something from it to better our lives to serve God better. The reading that was just read I always thought it was amazing because we know how much Jesus loved children and yet he tells us we got to be like a child in order to get to heaven. So does that mean we got to become kids again? Well, no. But we got to have a childlike attitude. So I was always wondering, what is it we can learn from our little children that could help us? But before I'm going to do it, I'm going to say one of the greatest lessons I've learned from a kid was when my daughter was about three years old. Now, she don't like me talking about her, but I got to tell this because I went outside to work on my truck that afternoon, and it was about like today. It was hot out there. I don't exactly remember what I was doing, but I know it had something to do with the inside. It was a tight spot up under the dash, sweating, hot, and one of the little screws I had, it was hard to get to where I had to go with it. Well, she wanted to come outside with me, and I told her it was too hot to stay in the house where it was cool. So while I was doing this, I dropped the screw, and it went into a spot that you really had to dig to get it out. Well, it made me mad because my patience was wearing out, and I let out a word. When I did, I heard this little voice that said, that was a bad word. I turned around and looked, and there she was standing there. I didn't even know she'd come outside. And I said, what are you doing out here? I told you stay in the house. Never mind what I'm doing. You get back in there where I told you to stay. She said, okay. She turned around, started in the house, Got about to the steps of the porch, and she turned around. It was still a bad word, and now she went. I felt that tall. I stood there for a few minutes, and I got to thinking about that. I went in the house. I let her know right then and there she was right, and she taught me a lesson on how to try to hold my patience. And I thanked her for it. I went back outside and got hot all over again, but I got the truck fixed like I needed. But she taught me a lesson that day that I'll never forget. Now, I don't know if she remembers it or not, but she did. So what can we learn from our little children to make our lives to where we can get to heaven? Well, one, we got to know that children are very curious people. Their brains are eager to learn. They're like little question banks. Every time you turn around, why is this? You'll explain it. Well, why is that? What's this? How does this work? Where does that go? Why are you doing this? All the time. And you'll see them doing everything. As grown-ups, 
I believe we need to be that way. Why does this work? How does it work? And we do stuff like that, but when it comes to being a Christian, how many of us are curious enough to know who God is? What does he want from us? What do we need to do to make him happy? Are we willing to ask the questions to learn just like they are? So we got to be that curious person so we can learn who God is and what we need to do to get to heaven. Second thing, we need to learn to love people for their nature and not for their looks. Children love people for who they are. They don't think about what they look like. They just take a person. They seem like they can look at them and know right away if it's a good person or somebody they don't want to be around. And as they grow up, they will attend to always remember that person. And they'll never forget the good things you've done for them and everything else. In John 15 and 2, this is my commandment, that you love one another as I have loved you. Well, that's the way we need to love everybody. Not worried about their looks and all that stuff. You see, we need to look at a person on the inside. What kind of person are they? When you're a beautiful person on the inside, you're a beautiful person on the outside. Too many times I've seen friends find a girl they thought was really gorgeous. They fell in love, they thought, got married. And I'm sure the same thing has happened to women. They find a guy they think is handsome and fall in love, but then after a while they realize on the inside they're not the person they thought they was. And their looks don't matter anymore. And then divorce rates go up. That's why we need to love a person for who they are. I know I'm going to get in trouble for this one because my wife don't like me saying nothing about her. But that's one of the first things I'd done was what kind of person she was and the kind of things that she does. My wife's one of them that we can go shopping all day and she'll come out and not have nothing for herself, but she'll have a bag of stuff. I think so-and-so would have liked this. These kids would have liked that. She's always thinking of someone else. And that's the way she does things. And that's one of the things that attract me to her, outside of her blue eyes. But as I see her now, them blue eyes, I definitely know I'm going to be killed when I get home. But it's who she was on the inside that made me love her the way I do. And that's the way we need to be looking at people. And that's the way kids are. Three, kids love unconditionally without being judgmental about anybody. They have a pure soul and they don't see nothing in being prejudiced about anything. They don't judge you by your race or your nationality. Like I said, if you're a child, they won't never forget you if you're good to them. And they'll remember you from, your chi from their childhood all the way up. I remember a lot of things about some of the older people when I was young that I've learned the things they've done for me, and I'll never forget them. But as an adult, I don't, I, I don't think of as many people as I do as when I was younger. In Matthew 7 and 1 and 2, Judge not that you be not judged. 
For what judgment you judge, you will be judged. And with the measure you use it, will be measured back to you. So we see kids don't judge people by where they're from or who they are. They judge you by how you act and how you are to them and the kind of person you are. That's the kind of person we need to be. I seen on the news the other night where a bunch of kids were running around putting on flyers on churches. The Ku Klux Klan is coming back. We see all these different hate groups that are going around and stuff. It doesn't matter who we are, where we're from, or where we live, what we do. If we were to trace our roots, every single one of us is going to end up in the same place. We go back far enough, we're all going to end up at Adam and Eve. So we're all in this together, and that's the way we should be as adults, to realize we're all the same. God died, or Christ died for each and every one of us. And that's all that matters. Number four. Children live like there's no tomorrow. They live in the present. They don't worry about yesterday or tomorrow. If they have a problem, well, they know someone's there to take care of it. As adults, that's the way we should be living. In Psalms 118 and 24, this is the day the Lord has made. We will rejoice and be glad in it. Whatever happened yesterday, there's nothing we can do about it. It's gone. It's over. You don't see kids running around worrying about it. What's going to happen tomorrow? That's tomorrow. And it may never get here to happen. We don't know. But as adults, we will sit and make ourselves sick worrying about it. Kids don't think that way. They just live in the moment. They're going for what's right now. And that's the way we should be living, taking care of the moment. I learned that lesson about 10 years ago. I got up on Christmas Eve, seen what time it was, thought, well, I feel pretty good. Went in the living room, and by the time I got in the living room and sit down, I couldn't get no air in my lungs at all. It was like having one of them little stir straws you put in your coffee trying to breathe. Next thing I know, I woke up three days later in Vanderbilt. We never know what's going to happen from one minute to the next. So let's take the day. This is the day we're living in. And people ask me, I say, well, I take one day at a time. And I've learned that. I can't take care of tomorrow because it ain't here, and I can't take care of yesterday. So just like the little kids, we need to worry about what's going on right now and take care of everything. I mean, after all, we're told today is the day of salvation. Today is the day we take care of stuff. Five. Children are honest about what they say and their feelings. They say just what they mean, and they don't manipulate their feelings. That's why children are happier than we are, because they stay true to their feelings. And they will either like you or they don't, and they'll let you know it. As adults, we're too busy. We might say something to someone to their face how much we care, how much we love them, all this and that, and when they turn their backs, 
we run them in the ground. That's not the way we need to be. Kids are not like that. If you watch them, they'll let you know what they think and what they feel. Just the other day, I went up there to watch the boys. We actually had to report to school. Will gets up, and I asked him, what do you want for breakfast? He said, I don't want nothing. I said, you got to eat breakfast. He said, well, my mama don't make me eat breakfast sometimes. Of course, since then, I learned because of his stomach, sometimes he don't feel good, so he don't eat breakfast till later on. But he said, my mama don't make me eat breakfast sometimes. I said, do I look like your mama? He said, well, kind of you do. <laughs> They're honest. They're going to tell you what they think. I have a problem with that. Because if you ask me something, I'm going to tell you what I think. <laughs> One day at work, this lady come through there and had her hair fixed, brand new, different. And it was all ruffled up somehow. But she went around asking everybody, how's my hair look? New style. Everybody was on the line was telling her, you know, how good she looked, how pretty it was. She come up to me and she just looked at me. She said, I don't know if I want to hear your answer or not. She said, how does it look? <laughs> Looks like a rat nest to me. <laughs> she said, okay, and she walked off. And I thought, she'll never speak to me again. <laughs> but the next morning we come into work, she come up to me, had her hair fixed the way it always was. She said, I got home and got to looking and I got to thinking, you were right. It did look ratty. <laughs> She said, and you were the only one that would tell me the truth. And I said, well, if I tell the truth and what I think, I don't have to worry about covering it up later on. Because when we do that, we're going to end up telling one lie after another, and then you're going to forget what lie you used to cover up this one. You need to be like children. Say like it is. Say what you think. People may not like it, but at least you're being honest, and that's what's important. In Matthew... 6 14 and 15 for you forgive men their trespasses your heavenly father will also forgive you but if you do not forgive men their trespasses neither will your father forgive you their trespasses another thing that children do is they they forgive easily they don't even hold negative emotions for long they might get mad but in a short time it's all over are adults like that? No. Sometimes we get mad and we hold it forever. I know sometimes we can have a disagreement. My wife will remember stuff from years back. I don't even remember it. But yet she'll remind me of it. I can't think that far back. But we hold grudges. I've seen brothers argue and fight and never speak to each other again. Or some may have a disagreement. Some get mad at others because of what they do and they don't like the way they do it. So they don't speak to them. You don't see kids acting like that. I'm sure we've all experienced little children playing. They get mad. They start fighting. This is my toy. No, this belongs to me. And they go away. I ain't never playing with them again. And 10 minutes later, they're in the floor wrestling and laughing with each other. That's how much they hold a grudge sometimes. That's the way we need to be. We need to learn to let it go. Apologize. 
Apologizing is one of the hardest things there is to do. But yet when you do, it's probably the most relieved feeling you'll ever have, knowing you took care of your part. And seven, children are always contented with themselves. They are not dissatisfied with what they, what they have or they're not dissatisfied with themselves. They don't compare themselves to others a lot and whenever someone has, they don't really care. Since they are content, they don't get stuck in their own minds worrying about things. Instead, they're able to experience the world around them. In Hebrews 13 and 5, let your conduct be without covetousness. Be content with such things as you have. For he himself has said, I will never leave you nor forsake you. I've always heard the saying, and I, I believe, I truly believe it, that happiness is not having the best of everything. True happiness is enjoying with what you have and making do with it and be content with it. It doesn't matter if I have a brand new car or an old car. And if you look at mine right now, you'll see where the paint's flanking off the hood of it. And I notice there's a lot of them like that because of faulty primer. But it still gets me from A to B when I gotta go somewhere. So why am I worried about it? I'm not. Most people ain't content with what they have or make do. As long as I meet my goals, what does it matter what I do it with, as long as I've done it the right way and I've read them. I don't have to have the best of everything to work with. That's the way children are. They're discontent. They make do with what they got and they have a lot of fun. We should be able to do the same thing because whenever I have a problem or do need something, when I trust in God, he's gonna make sure I get what I need to get it done. It may not be the way I want or what I want to do it with, but it will get done, and he'll make sure of it, and I should be thankful for that. We don't have to become little children again, but when we have the attitude that they have, it will definitely help us live our lives better as a Christian with the things we do. It's like if you're here tonight. You know if there's something going on in your life that will prevent you from going to heaven, whatever it is. I can look around in each and every person, and I can't tell because I can't see what's in your heart. But you know what's in your heart. There shouldn't be nothing that keeps us from going to heaven because I ain't thought of an excuse yet that would be good enough to not serve God. He's always going to be there for us. And when we humble ourselves to be like little kids and to serve him, we will get there. 